Thanks for tuning in to a brand new episode of Tire Kicker. I'm Jeff. And I'm Nate. And I'm Julian. And today we have a pretty fun episode lined up for you. As you've seen on previous episodes, we've discussed the obscure, the weird, and maybe even the forgotten. But today we're going all in on one of the newest entries into the supercar world, the infamous Chevrolet Corvette C8. So come for a ride with us as we discuss this bad mamba jamba. Welcome to the Rubber Lounge. Well, cool. So before we jump in to this super sexy sleek ride, we're in the Rubber Lounge. Let's, let's bounce some stuff back and forth. Boing. Boing, boing. Dude, I tell you what, I know we've kind of gone here a little bit, but uh, dude, I've been seeing some of these new Hyundais that have been rolling around and they have, they're putting out some stuff, man. Like I saw, what's it, a pal- Palamade or something like that today? Palisade. 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 Dude, what are they doing? They're crushing it over there, man. They are. Like that's kind of like a, like a, I don't know, like a competitor maybe to like a CRV or something like that. But yeah. So it's probably not the size Palisade of an SUV. Palisade is, is pretty big. Is I, it, thought. Is it? I thought it was like, like a midsize SUV. I don't know. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard probably to not like Expedition or, Correct. you know. Yeah, so it's maybe size, maybe more close to the Explorer or something like that. Yeah, um, for sure, for but sure. Yeah, dude, that was I was like, dude, that's freaking pretty cool, man. So again, promoting the Hyundai. You know, and I saw something. Speaking of Hyundai, I saw um, a post on the old the old Reddit's. Mm-hmm. Um, for our listeners, I'm sure some of I'm sure like you know two of them go there sometimes anyway um i saw that they are discontinuing hyundai as the elantra gt i thought about you when i saw that nate Mm. yeah i saw that and i was like what that's weird um yeah so they're basically what i had seen was that uh like in the post on reddit i saw i was um that they're discontinuing that and they're going to kind of for people who want a similar experience they're going to push them to the to the kona mm. uh, you know the hatchback and the, yeah. the dement the space is about the same and uh, you know i guess they're not selling a ton of the gts which is kind of kind of mind-bottling you know that they're not <laughs> i guess you know hyundai doesn't necessarily market itself as a, like a you know sporty hot hatch Right company, so you know it's and it's competing with like the VW Golf and what else? But the Julie, Kona though, that's interesting <laughs> though because the Kona is an SUV. Yeah. SUV. yeah, it's not it's not like a it's not a hatchback per se. Yeah. Right, and that's that's you know what the commenters were they were kind of lamenting was they're like they're like man if I wanted if I you know if I wanted to get the same thing with a Kona I'd have to lower it and I'd have to do you know this and that and it just it, you know. There's yeah. more space. I think they were saying there's more space in the Elantra GT okay. than there is in the Kona. Maybe you know, maybe just in the cargo right compartment. But I, you know, yeah. um, the, the Elantra hmm. GT is four door. Is that right? Yep. Correct. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So there's really not a ton of crossover with like the 
know, anything else they've got. You know, they've got the little two door velocitors and things like that. But uh, a three door, three, three sorry, door, yes. <laughs> yeah, two point two point five doors. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I would go. I'd, I'd say almost four door if you count the hatch. I don't know, mm-hmm. right? But what were you saying about like the crossover? Like, I guess there's not. Yeah, no. I mean, I just. Um, I mean, I can kind of see like where they. Well, I get the point. I what I was trying to talk about is basically they they don't really have another thing that is that model, right? You know, right. so yeah. so they're pushing you to three or four different directions that are sort of more specialized, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But they they it's kind of weird that they would just go straight away from like that real middle ground. Well, I think it's based on we've talked about this in previous episodes too. It seems like everybody's getting rid of the sedans and and everything. Yeah. You know, everything yeah. everybody wants to cross over or a full on SUV yeah. now. You know, so yeah. Yeah. obviously that's what's going on. I just, I just, you know, seeing the Hyundai lose a, a Elantra GT, I mean, that's, it's tough, but it's also like, it's not like iconic, I guess, you know, to me, it's not. No, no, yeah. Not, there are not, probably not an equal number of people who are like, oh, Hyundai makes an Elantra GT. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but now if we start seeing like, say Volkswagen yeah. or something like that, getting rid of the Jetta or something like that or whatever you know, like such something that's been around for so many years, you know, then it's a little bit more of a like, whoa, you know, I mean, that's, yeah. that's what, you know, Chevy announced they, you know, they're getting rid of everything, you know, no more Malibu, no more Impala, no more, you know, really? Yeah. Right. They, they're getting rid that. of everything. So it's just shocking. It's just, you know, it's a different world we live in obviously. And, you know, everybody's trying to supply for, the Beckys I mean, and the Karens and stuff. Yeah, they and, gotta they gotta go where the you know where the demand is. You yeah. know, they gotta. I'm sure they they gotta cut you know, cut somewhere and to make the spreadsheets happy and all you know all the bean counters and yeah whatever. And I mean, if that's the smart that's the smart business move, then you know I guess they gotta do it. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, they sell what people buy, right? Yeah, and yeah. You know, the Karens don't want to be like dipped over inconvenience, yeah. like trying to put groceries into something that's like just really not workable. Sure. You know, I think that's well, why so much stuff is yeah. like raised up to like sort of quote unquote yeah. human height, you know, and And I'll say um, like the the back seat in the GT is not like if you if you have a family, I wouldn't be my first choice because right, right. it's already a compromise then. Yeah, I mean you know, we have one kid and he can fit in there right now, but it's like when he actually starts becoming more, you know, teenager, adult size, mm-hmm. he's going to have mm-hmm. trouble fitting, that, fitting in the right. back. So, yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Same thing with our golf, you know, like it, it's okay now, but like, you know, if he gains more legs. It's yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like either, either he's going to be smashed or mm-hmm. my knees are going to be smashed or, you know, my wife's knees are going to be smashed. Or we're taking two cars everywhere. Or, yeah. 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 You know, it's kind of funny because so, like, speaking of, <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking, I was like, you guys are in this world <laughs> that I've like, I haven't experienced for a long time, you know, of having one child. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just so like it's like, back. yeah, I, I progressed from the sedan to the SUV. To, to yeah. Well, at sedan to minivan. minivan. Yeah. Sedan to minivan to SUV to full-size SUV to full-size passenger van. So (laughs) with my army of children, (laughs) but, uh, Oh, that's something new that just came out too. I don't know if you guys saw, you guys know the Nissan envy, right? It's the passenger van, you know, uh, you know, that Nissan puts out. 
mm-hmm. and it's essentially built off of the the frame of the what do you call titan. it the titan there you go i was gonna say armada same thing basically but um so it's built off of the, the titan and so obviously it's a larger van with the v8 and everything <clears throat> and they're super boxy i'm not a huge fan of them but they're okay you know but they just released that actually i think they just started coming out with them not just released but they're just started coming out with them they actually have a four by four version of this thing now and it looks freaking gnarly it's like okay mm. you kind of see it's like something you'd see like schwarzenegger drive or something like that it's it's not made for the becky get down know. get down run get through down the again. chopper so yeah i always saw somebody do that with a church bus once yeah and it was so good yes i don't know you know it's just it's so like it's already an imposing vehicle but then like throw a lift kit and like some huge mud and tires and then like a roof rack with a (laughs) ladder going up the side and it's just an apocalypse vehicle yeah you could absolutely go everywhere and live in it that's awesome that reminds me of a story um there used to be, I'm not going to remember the name of this bar because it's been forever ago, probably 15, 20 years ago. But there was this bar in Omaha that uh, they used to promote it. It was like in kind of like this U-shaped like mini mall kind of little area. It was in the back corner and so nobody ever saw it. And so to promote it, they bought uh, like a Ford, I think it was a Ford uh, conversion van, probably like an 82 conversion van. Mm-hmm painted it like maroon and stuff and they jacked that thing up monster truck you know like Mm -hmm. humongous bigfoot monster truck tires on this thing and they just had it sitting in a parking lot right right there off of 72nd street which is like a very main drag in in omaha and it sat there for years and it had the name of the bar on it and stuff and and uh it was awesome anyways one day the order comes in and the van is down on blocks Somebody came in and stole these enormous Bigfoot tires off of this thing in the middle of the night on one of the busiest streets of Omaha. And nobody saw a thing. It's like, how? Dude, they had to have had four trucks come up here (laughs) and take those tires off and wheel away and then get down the road and like. Like you're just driving along three o'clock in the morning, you see a truck driving by with a big old freaking monster truck tire in the back, and no big deal, you know. But I couldn't believe it that they got away with that. Wow. Yeah, well, I'll have to jack up my van and throw some monster <laughs> truck tires on it. Hey, uh, yeah. So you know, speaking of the Envy, there's a, there's one um, down the street from me, and there, you know, on, on one of the houses in our neighborhood, and um, you know, I going for a walk or something, walking the dog, I'd always see it and it'd be like, you know, just, it was nondescript, like had no windows. It was, yeah. it was like the work van. Oh, sure. Do they make a non-work van version yeah. of it? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, it was the panels, like didn't have windows. Mm-hmm. It was, it had no, it, so it was like a work vehicle, but it didn't have any like logos on it or anything. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like slightly creeped out by it <laughs> <laughs> what's this doing down here that's funny. what's this guy do with this fan but then uh then just you know within the last few months the guy finally put up he does gotcha. drywall yeah so ah, like, oh, drywall stuff okay he's not it, kidnapping it's not any, like sp- anybody spray painted on the side free candy no no it's like a, it looks like a good you know well a quality decal that you got on there so nice were yep. you envious of the decal <laughs> You know, uh, I was a little bit, you know. I, uh, 
that's what everybody says when they hear about the the Nissan Envy. Well, that's what I did because I, I mean yeah. I, I've seen I'd seen him before, obviously, but I didn't know the name. And then we you right. were you know we were talking about it, and you're like, yeah, there's you know there's the 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 Ford Transit and the Nissan Envy, and I was like, so I like wrote it down and I googled him like E N V Y Nissan. I'm like, oh, it's N V. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know what the NV stands for. Maybe Nissan van. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be hilarious if that's what it was. It's the Nissan Nissan van. It's <laughs> <laughs> or Nissan vehicle. What I'm is, looking uh, it up right now. What's the wikis say? Non-viable. What? What does that mean? Uh, what? That doesn't that even sounds, make any sense. That's like that's a that's terrible. Like the, that's Marketing like the opposite name. of what you want to say, yeah. Introducing the non-viable. You won't <laughs> want it. No, 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 New, no. Yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm looking up something else. No, I think it means, yeah, it stands for Nissan van. Okay. okay. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. There it is, yeah. It's basically Prince saying, like, Nissan our van. van's a piece of crap. This is terrible. <laughs> it's Go terrible. It. You don't want this thing, I promise. Folks, no, folks, yeah. the Nis- folks at home, the N- Nissan NV stands for Nissan van. It is, com- it is completely viable. It is. <laughs> don't. It's completely don't not, viable. Don't not buy one of these because of us. <laughs> Nissan, we're sorry. Don't not buy Nissan Virility 500. Nissan, oh, there you yep. go. Yes. The yeah. Nissan Viagra. Oh, boy. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. Hey, you want more kids? Get the NV. <laughs> Be the envy of all the other dads in the neighborhood because you're getting it. You're a large space to hide. Wow, they got this. They got this home. with high roof. Like make so it like Jeff. A where do you where do you shop for these? I mean, obviously they're you know they're going to be dealerships that specialize. Are you like on Craigslist yeah. and getting in marketplace for this kind of stuff? Or are you just going to always deal with for these big bands people? So but yeah, I mean. You know, I need a Miata, you know, I scrape the right. papers. But. It's mainly like word of mouth stuff um, because most okay. of these are kind of like, you know, special order. Um, you do see okay. them from time to time on lots. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're mainly special orders, especially like. Okay. I mean, so this you is have something like, like you're like at church maybe and you see a couple who has like yep. 12 kids and like the wife's pregnant and you're like, oh, they're going to have to upgrade. Yep. So you go and you talk to them. Exactly. Like, so it, look, it looks like you're pregnant. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the <laughs> thing. It's like at my church, it's hilarious. Because yeah. I could really use 12. Exactly. Because like at my <laughs> church, it's hilarious because it's literally just the back of the parking lot. It's like, that's where all the large families park with their big, huge vans and they're just all lined yeah. up and they're all plain Jane, just big white <laughs> vans, you know, looks <laughs> <laughs> like we're all gearing up to go for like a road trip or something like that. I was like, Nope, just all here for church. It's Is pretty a football funny. Game today? You, you guys going on a field trip? <laughs> yeah. you guys. What organization is this? That's my favorite. Gosh, Did I ever tell you guys that story? Do they get a day? Right. Did I tell you guys that story? So a few years ago, when I lived out in Western Nebraska, a friend of ours, they had, they had five boys and we had, I think at the time, four boys and a girl, I think. Yeah. Four boys and a girl. And so we went out trick or treating and this friend was, he was huge into, um, he's basically a big kid. 
and uh great dad one of the best dads i've ever seen towards children and stuff but he loved to play with his kids and so he's always doing nerf gun fights and all this other stuff and and uh but one thing he loved to do is he loved to build like larping toys for mm-hmm. him so like live oh, action sweet. role-playing so he was always building axes and swords and armor and stuff like that so then he was like hey man he's like He's like, my kids and I were kind of thinking about doing like Spartan warriors for Halloween. Would you want to chip in on this? I'm like, sure. What are we going to do? And he's like, well, I found out somebody like came up with like a pattern on how to take this like thin foam, you know, for like insulation. And there's like a pattern that you can lay on top, cut it out and then fold it up and then take gold duct tape and put it all over and it'll turn it into a Spartan helmet. And I'm like, oh, cool. And he's like, well if you want to make all the helmets for your kids and my kids, I'll make the rest of everything else and, and we'll just suit them all up. So I'm like, sweet. So we did that long story short, took us like a month to like create all these costumes and swords. And so he took like the shield, like the, the, uh, the cylinder sleds or not cylinder, but the circle sleds, you know, that you go sledding with. Yep. And, uh, we turned those in these big, huge, like gold shields we had these larping swords spears and they had these red flowing capes and the helmets and everything dude it was legit and everything was like gold and red and uh so we went downtown in torrington wyoming and we're oh, walking torrington. around there um yeah we're walking around there uh like in their downtown area like all the offices were open up and stuff like that so we're walking around uh, trick-or-treating and stuff and we we're just the uh, the spectacle you know it's essentially like 10 kids walking around with all that's hut, 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 you know, and stuff. It was awesome. And, uh, right, exactly. <laughs> and they're like being all like very army about it, you know, <laughs> they're just being boys. It was great. But, anyways, so this lady like comes up and she's like, This is just, this is just amazing. Like, like, this is so great. What organization are you guys from? <laughs> and we just kind of like look at each other and start laughing and stuff. And my buddy's like, Uh, Catholic. I don't know. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh my gosh, are these all yours? <laughs> yep, yep. Sorry, this is all of our children. So, this but is yeah, us. It was funny. Yep. But uh, yeah, funny. super fun time. Anyways, you guys should have formed like a, like a, uh, what's that? Like stormtrooper uh, unit or. Ooh, you're talking like the, that- uh, gosh. What do they call them? Like the 559th. Yeah, it's like whatever. the. Oh my gosh, what's that called now? It's the 501st Legion, I think is what it is. Yeah. yeah. You guys could have formed like a like a Spartan one. Yeah, it's the 50. Yeah, here in Nebraska, I think it's the 501st Legion. Or maybe it's just maybe not Nebraska. Maybe it's all of it. I think it is everybody. I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm a huge in Star Wars, but not that huge. Vader's. I would love fist. to. Dude, those are nice. Those are those guys are insane. I would love to actually have a costume like that, but it's super fun. Mm-hmm. You see them all over We've the place. We've talked about cool. um, like the best way to do costumes. Like, so as an adult, you finally stop growing, and yeah. so like having an annual costume isn't as much of like a big deal because you're not you're able to like fit in the previous year's costume. Yep. Yep. And so my wife has done Ray for a couple of years now. Oh, cool. And it's great because, like, the first year she had, like, you know, one or two things, and it was, it worked. It was you know? Ray-esque. But, right. Yep. You know, Jedi lady. And then year two, we add, like, a couple little accessories that kind of dial it in a little bit further. 
you know, this year we'll probably do the same thing. And so like as an adult, like if you pick something and kind of focus on it, like, you know, instead of doing like $100 thing, right. You know, once and throwing it away or whatever, you know, um, just cumulatively just, work towards something that's just completely that's bomber. You right. Know, like a full, yeah. Just keep adding you know, like to it. Maybe you it start better. with a helmet, you know, for the yeah. stormtrooper next year you get the chest plate and then the next year you get the cod piece or what, you know, work your way down. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I'm trying to remember yeah, what, was, true. what was the name of those, um, like the pig warrior guys or whatever from return of the Jedi. Gamorreans. Yeah, they're the ones that are like outside of Jabba's, outside of Jabba's uh, fortress. Yeah, so Gamorreans. Yeah, yeah Gamorreans. So we, um, I think it was, I think it was They're the pretty. Sac Sac Museum, Nate, that you you frequent a lot. And over Christmas, the Five Hundred First Legion, yeah, yeah, yeah. shows up mm -hmm. there. Yeah, and you've told me about that, and I'm always like, I should go and. <sighs> It's we awesome. actually got really close mm -hmm. to going one year, and then I don't know if we got we're sick or something. We just we didn't end up going, but yeah, it's it's great. Um, they always have Vader, and then a whole bunch of stormtroopers and different you know clone troopers and things of that nature. And then mm -hmm. two years ago or three years ago now, maybe it was I forget, but they actually had the Emperor Guards, I think. So like the red ones with like the really mm -hmm. long. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. those are so cool. But then they also had these Gamorreans there. There's like two of them. And I'm like, because you can't buy these suits, man. They make yeah, these make things. Them. And I'm like, holy crap. I mean, maybe you can buy these things now. I don't know. But but uh, gosh, dang, it was so cool. Because I always thought they were like super cool when I was a kid. But seeing that as a an adult, like a dude walking around, I'm like, man. Well, I mean, I probably look more like mm -hmm. a Gamorrean now <laughs> without, <laughs> without the suit. Oh, Jeff, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i just paint myself green i i could probably pass as one but just no. you know jam some like i don't know celery or something in your lips you know like you got there you go. tusks or something there yeah. you go man we went off on a weird tangent huh <laughs> so well, cars, people now know yeah. that we're, cool. we're 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 deep into like nerdum and everything too hey, so. uh so like the speeders in uh star wars you know they put that's right. They put a mirror. They put a mirror underneath it to make it look like it was floating. That's right, and they actually have an LS motor in them, so that's okay. how it ties it all together. Six speed. That's right. <laughs> so speaking of LS motors, you think we should move on to the next segment? Yeah, let's talk about that C8. All right, so the Chevrolet. Corvette C8. So let's let's do first impressions because obviously this is a new car. This you mm -hmm. know came out in 2020, uh, which is one of the good things about 2020, I would say. Which is <laughs> sure isn't has hasn't been very many good mm -hmm. things that come yeah. out in 2020. Um, so my first impression of the C8 is, and we'll, we'll save it. We always at the end of the episode we always do what we like and dislike and stuff. So I'm not going to get too deep and too granular. But my first impression is is um, I was a little sad that Chevy went full in into the super car world with a mid engine and everything and really took away from the kind of iconic um, aesthetic of what the Corvette looked like. And now it's full mm -hmm. in like, mm -hmm. dude, this looks more like a NSX or something like that than a Corvette, you know, 
that's not to take away from the fact that it's it's pretty rad looking. You know, it's a, it's a definitely a cool car and it has a lot of cool technology into it. Um, so I think it's cool. Um, but again, it's neat that they went mid-engine, but it's also to me sad that they went mid-engine uh, just based on, you know, it's like, dude, you, you really you took what 70 years of of this corvette and just was like okay that was fun now here we go you know so and i, I understand that's what they got to do you got to stay innovative and you got to stay competitive and stuff like that but but that was my first impression what was your guys's first impression you know i hmm i think my first impression was that i was kind of excited about it um mm-hmm. just it seemed really like aggressive and uh fresh you know to do something mm-hmm. do something like that not to yeah. just kind of rest on you know what they've been doing for like you said for 70 years or whatever right um and uh you know just kind of hearing about like you said all the new stuff like it's kind of it's creeping in on supercar like is it a supercar mm-hmm. is it is it not a supercar mm-hmm. it has mid-engine it's um you know i don't know my first impression i was kind of i was excited by it yeah, I I had really mixed feelings at first. You know, I feel like it's um, been time for them to have to make some changes. Mm-hmm. This is just really dramatic. Yeah. You know, and like you said, you lose some of the proportions, the longer hood, the, mm-hmm. you know, that sitting over the rear wheels feeling is gone now. You yeah. Know? Um, I was also just super impressed. Yeah. Because... They basically were like, all right, so listen, the haters are going to hate us for making any changes. Sure, true. No matter what we change. Yep, true, yeah. So let's just make them all right now at once and throw them all out. You That's know? a very good point. You know, I could see where, like, maybe they go to independent rear suspension, you know, yeah. as an interim or something. But, mm-hmm. you know, basically what I was hearing is they just couldn't get weight over the rear of the car. And yeah. so no matter what they added, they couldn't really make it too much faster true without that so, you're exactly right and yeah. it makes you wonder because like obviously everybody's seen like the you know overplayed and super funny you know videos of the mustang always like tearing into crowds and everything after car meets and sure. stuff you know but sure. they have the same problem you know and it's just they cannot get enough weight over those rear tires and stuff and they just you get some you know I don't want to say noob or whatever, but somebody that's not as a very good driver driving a Mustang. It's yeah. probably like their second or third time trying to do a burnout yeah. with it. And uh, they're hyped up in front of a crowd. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, they're tearing mm-hmm. into them. Um, but the thing is, like, they're clearly, you know, if you don't know what you're doing with that car, they're very dangerous. And I just wonder if, if you know, Ford's going to take a look at the C8 and be like, you know, Maybe we should start thinking about the same thing, you know, and maybe we should go mid-engine, you know, and well, that would just be weird. You know, the, that's the thing. I feel like Ford has done it. The They've GT. just done it. Yeah, the GT, right. they just the did GT. it for three or four times the cost. I mean, it's not even in the same yeah. ballpark on price. No. That was actually one of my disappointments when I looked at the C8, because when you look at like the BMW i8 or that GT or some of the real raw supercars, almost all of them have... Um, like I think the styling now includes all these really strange buttressings yes. and like kind of holes in the bodywork and where the cab is like a 
teardrop and the other things sort of like flow off of that and very like minimalist. And this is still like a big chunk. Yeah. This is still a big old, a big chunk of car. It has, you know, lots of kind of aggressive angles, almost too many aggressive yeah. angles, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, um, and it still kind of looks to me like a one piece car, you know, right. like, like they simpler to make, I guess, than yeah. like the GT would be or some of these others that are, you know, but also, I mean, it comes in at a price point that reflects that. And, yeah. um, you know, starting at 60 is, I mean, a Tahoe is 60, right? right. In, in yeah. my opinion, not nearly the same type of aspirational vehicle um, or halo car in the mm -hmm. same way. So, well, I don't even think, I mean, I, obviously if you're like really loaded to the gills, but I, I don't even think you can get one factory, you know, over that's a six figure C8. Can you, I think they're like, they're still like so the high either. end one, like fully load was like 79. Yeah. Or 79. Something yeah. That's 79 pretty eight, impressive. Like everything. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's like a, impressive. that's a huge like win for it just because yeah, like it, you know, in the videos that I was watching, they're like, is it a supercar? Is it not a supercar? And it's like, I mean, it, it looks like, it looks like one and it, it's got all a lot of the features of them and it's, yeah. but it's cheap, you know, yeah. comparatively. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, that makes it like way more attainable for a lot yeah. of folks. So you, and you could get, you could get that, you know, almost, I guess, quote unquote, almost super almost quote-unquote supercar experience or maybe yeah. just supercar mm -hmm. experience, you know, for the budget. The way I oh, say man, it that's... is if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. And those yeah. things yeah. perform, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and I don't yeah. care if it's yeah, half sure. the price of or a third of the price of some other supercars out there. It handles like one. It takes mm -hmm. off like one. In fact, it even has some better technologies than some other other supercars that are out there that have been around for a long time. So you got to hand it to them. I, I understand where people are like, well, you know, but it's a Corvette. Corvette can't really be a supercar. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, they not didn't used to be a supercar. Now, yeah. if you ask me, and, it's like, doing it. Something and the scale is different, too. Yeah. You know, I think it's clearly supercar. You know, when you start to look at um, some of these hypercars, they're like, you know, this one-to-one -one power ratio. They're $3 million. Yeah. You know, they're just completely yeah. unattainable for the normal person. It's a spaceship and with four tires, yeah. Exactly, yeah. you know, yeah. and but that's really only existed for a few years. And sure. the benchmarks that the Corvette is hitting are, are not that old. Right, You know, correct. And for their price range are insane. Yeah. So three seconds, zero to 60, like, that's what, nuts. you know, yeah, what do you need? Right. Where are you going that? Where are you going that fast? Yeah. Getting your groceries. <laughs> <laughs> well, something. Um, this video that I, I really enjoyed. These guys that I was watching. I can't remember the name of the channel, but there's like, I'm pretty sure they're based out of Canada. Uh, one guy's like British, and the other guy's Canadian. Anyway, um, it's like Throttle House. I think is what it's called. But anyway, like one of them coined a phrase. They're like, you know, they were saying like, oh. You know, they said Boomer Cruiser. They're like, mm. oh, you know, the Corvette's a okay. sure. Boomer Cruiser. But, like, yes. they were saying that, like, that was the perception and that's the reputation that a Corvette had. But, like, this this iteration, you know, blows that out of the water, that perception, because it's not, you know, this is a legit. Right. You know, legit yeah supercar it's probably numbers. the first corvette where i've looked at it and thought to myself man like from a technological standpoint i'm really interested in what you're doing here mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. i've always liked corvettes to look at i've never thought that i'd be the type of person to own a corvette because there really is a little bit of a 
So stigma. Like, with, with yeah, like, you know, and a, you know, a young guy like me in a Corvette, a young guy, whatever. Okay, so a person in middle age <laughs> like me in a Corvette, yeah. <laughs> just looks compared like to most people compensating for something. You could so, say young. I believe it. I, I feel like I'm in in terms of the Corvette demographic. I'm probably yes, you're very you know, young. You're just the, a the little kid. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm basically a baby. That's you're right. getting closer. <laughs> you're getting closer. You know, like but, yeah, the technology, man. Like. uh just the interior i i was really impressed by that i don't yeah. i kind of want to hold some of it back because i want to you know when we get to the love section i want to sure wanna you guys uh, i'm down. sure you've seen both body styles right the the convertible body style and yeah. then the coupe the convertible body style is great yes you know to add those to add those uh sort of like tapered pillions behind you and things right. like that that's just so, so yeah wonderful. they thought that through uh, it's like they thought that car through to the extent of okay we don't want to just have a coupe or whatever we you know we want this to be able to be a vert and it, it looks good i mean sometimes you see a car yeah. that you know there's some mercedes or whatever out there that they uh-huh. have both styles and we see sure. it in that convertible it's like that's not good like what were you doing I mean, that's, you know? to me that's like the c5 and a little bit yeah, in the uh, yeah, you know, yep, like, I like it. You know, the, it was obviously designed as a, you know, but it, it's like a little boaty. Yes. You know, and yep. this is this is slick. Yeah, you know, it's definitely. Yeah, um, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah the <clears throat> the funny thing is, like, I remember when this car first came out. And I was reading a lot of different forums and stuff. And again, it's it's hit and miss. It's, you know, I don't think I've seen a single person go, eh, you know, it's always like I hate it or I love it. Right. And uh, but what I thought was funny about it was a lot of there's a lot of people that were just very upset with the simplistic driving experience. And they're like, that's mm. not a Corvette. You know, this is you just get in, you just mash down and go. And it's like, OK, but they are not building these things anymore to be that mechanical design you know where it's a six Mm -hmm. speed and you're able to do all these things you know it it is meant to go fast and hard and corner and break you know that's what it's meant to do and so the thing is but you compare this to lamborghinis and the amg and the nissan skyline and stuff like that and i mean not skyline but you know there's multiple quote unquote supercars out there that that's all it is. You literally like Ferrari and stuff. It's like, yeah, you might have some paddle shifter cars and stuff, but for the most mm-hmm. part, it's like you push a couple buttons and then Definitely. you mash it down and it does the rest. Yep. And you're just along for the ride. Yep. And so it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. And so it's like you, you bought an experience to go fast, you know, yeah. and, and cool yep. for you, you know, and, and, I, but it's like, it's like, okay. So to me, again, going back to, is this a supercar or not? It's like, once they cross that threshold, I think that they're kind of in it, you know. So it is. It's just a, about a person that can afford to buy an experience that that they can do that. Yeah. And more power to you, yeah. you know. So I, I was kind of standing up for the guys that were, uh, you know, I guess for those changes um, because sure. again, like what you're saying, it's it's it kind of needed to go there, you know, and yeah. especially with yep. the fact that so many people were hurting themselves in these cars and especially you know people that again i hate to like bash on this cliche or whatever but you usually see you know somebody with white hair driving these cars and stuff and then they they kind of put them around and baby around and stuff and that's pretty that's cool and everything but every once in a while they're like oh look i'm at a car meet i'm gonna 
I'm going to show show my buddy mm. Bill what's up. And then they mash on it. Next thing mm-hmm. you know, they're going over a hill. You know, it's like, whoa. Yeah, you know, they've never used the other 90% of that exactly, power. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, but I think that they're thinking about that. And they're like, you want to go fast? We'll let you go fast. You want to break hard? Absolutely. We'll let you break hard. But we're going to make sure you do it safe, you know. Because, I mean, it yeah, is well, darn right hard to to smoke these tires in these cars. That's pretty much impossible, right? Yeah, I mean, if you basically, can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can. They have a – I forget like what it's rolling. called, but it's like a burnout mode. Yeah. And I, I forget exactly how you do it, so I'm probably wrong. But it's something where you hold down the paddle shifters for like three seconds or something, and then you like push down the brake and then push the, the gas or something, and then you like let off of the – gas and then let off the brake and then mash it back down and let off of the paddle shifters it's like you have to do like these steps with you have to be completely ambidextrous in order to do it but you do that but it won't do like a power stand it won't just sit there and smoke the tires the only way you can spin the tires is just to be moving forward and so it still spins them it still smokes them a little bit but it's nothing like what we're used to you know and uh but they do that on purpose because like this car is not built to smoke the tire this built to grip and go Mm -hmm. you know and so it's Mm -hmm. like you know they don't want people like wrecking the things exactly (laughs) yeah exactly so yeah the stress on the transmission you know to just sit there and do burnies versus be moving yeah it's enormous and in a car like this you know so so this is interesting to me because we're talking about like you know in a sense we're talking about like the lament of the things we lose to move to a car that doesn't have the stick or that doesn't have Mm -hmm. as analog of a feel but in racing like they don't care no. They want to go with what's fast and with what with yeah. what's going to win. Absolutely. And if you're going to lose on a miss shift, then they're going to take away your manual transmissions. And they did 20 years ago. You know, you there's nobody out there racing manuals in any kind of competitive. Uh, I'd say that. Let me take that back. In, in high-level competition. You know, Formula right. One's not running manual transmissions. Um, you know, when I see a car like this, well, so it's wait, designed so- not to embarrass the owner. You right, know, right. You can get in there, you can fulfill its capabilities, and you're not going to like miss a shift and dump it or just stand there to go into a burnout and instead just blow clutch. Sure. You know, um, so I think that that's kind of, you know, it, it it's moved past that need and mm-hmm. the time has changed. One thing that I thought was really interesting about what you were just saying is you're trying to list all the steps to basically like make it do these things. Right. And that kind of is like the interaction of doing a manual you know well you yeah. got to pull this and you got to push this and you got to sure. do this thing so you're still getting like that it's it's different you know right but um yeah, but if it's all electronic though at that point, you know, where like yeah. a yeah, you know, like a, a manual transmission nowadays is like you're simply just dumping the clutch, you know, throttling it and, and you know, smoking the tires. And so, you know, with this, it's like you're telling the computer, no, I really want to do this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so let it's me like please. Uh, you have to like hack <laughs> let it. me. You yeah, you do. It's like, it's like it. that's what it is. It's like a hack. Yeah. Jailbreak your Corvette. Yeah, gonna jailbreak uh-huh. your vet. Yep. Uh, so it's got the DSD trans, yeah. which they like developed. I mean, they basically went out of their way to make this thing because mm-hmm. it didn't exist. They didn't have one that could handle the V8. But one thing that feature on that I thought was awesome is that you can put it in neutral. There's a way to actually like hold both paddles or something and end up in a non-gear, which I think is what's missing in a lot, like in any other circumstance where you yeah. might want a manual. Like going to neutral is the thing you could tell people is the benefit or is right. the difference in a way. 
And um, so I thought that was really neat that they like found a way to incorporate that. Yeah, they thought it through for sure. So talk about specs here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 490 horse for the base model. I think it's maybe 495 on the yeah. 51 package. Yeah, it's not um, much of a difference. 465 pound feet. I mean, it's a it's a nice car. I'm not sure where weight lands. I want to say... It's got to be kind of heavy. Uh, 3,400. Yeah, 3,366. Yeah. You know, so that's pretty uh, that's pretty good though. That's not bad. That that really come on. That's yeah. really honestly really good for what we're talking about. For what about it's here. got. Um, yeah, that's yeah, I mean that's my that's my GTI. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So that's I mean, pretty impressive. Yeah. I think what's impressive to me was so you're saying what 495, right? 495 yeah. horse. Yep. And like you pin that up against, say, a skyline. The skyline's probably gonna okay. beat it. Um, but, uh, but you're talking double the price, you know, you're talking a $115,000 car Mm -hmm. compared to a $60,000 car, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong. Those skylines are freaking rippers, man. I love them. And, uh, but again, you know, to me, I'm just like, that's a sweet car, but it doesn't doesn't need to be 115 though. You know, that's Mm -hmm. what I'm looking at. It's Mm -hmm. like, you look at the technology Mm -hmm. and look at what these Corvettes can do. It's like, does the do you need to pull that back a little bit, Nissan? You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Can we like, am I going to pay one twenty for a Nissan, or am I just going to get a Corvette? Yeah, exactly. Half? And I think that was kind yeah. of the 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 middle finger by Chevy was just like, you know what, we're American and we go big and we go home, oh, but it's yeah. also just like, hey, we're also going to show that we're innovative and we don't need to put a humongous price tag on it. You know. So I'm sure you guys are familiar with the. Uh, Calvin peeing on a logo. Yes. Mm. Oh my gosh. I've never seen that time in the nineties. Yeah. Listeners may not be familiar, but you know, it was, it was basically something you'd see on the car every day. Yes. You went out driving in the nineties. Calvin peeing on a Chevy or Calvin peeing on a Ford. Yeah. Corvette peeing on (laughs) like everything. Everything. But at the time it was the Supra. It was the new Supra that Toyota had kind of, um, blew the doors out. Yeah. surprised a lot of people in a, in a sense and um priced around 58 yeah. 56 somewhere in there you know and then like within two weeks the corvette comes out it's a completely new design it's not some rebadged <laughs> bmw you know yep. and it meets the price point but it ticks all these other boxes you know yeah. because they went out of their way to just actually build something great instead of you know, I mean, I'm sure the Supra is a good car compared to a Z4, but it comes down to a lot of tuning. Yes. Know? And yeah. at the end of the day, they shared enough parts that the BMW catalog would fix it all. And yeah. so, you know, I love that this is clean sheet and uh, they took these risks, you know, to, but it's just, like you said, it's amazing that it's 60K. Yeah. Because you get a rebadged mind. BMW from yeah. Toyota for yes. 60K. Yeah. Yep. And this is a Corvette. This yep. is a Corvette. It seems impossible. Like, are they just like hemorrhaging money on this? Like, is it well, just. Well, see, that's what's you know, funny because, like, I remember this would have been, what would have been, 08, 09, when Chevy decided to like put out a whole bunch of new lines of cars and stuff at a real cheap, mm-hmm. like the HHR and. You know, all those things and stuff, and they're innovative, you know, but they're plastic, you know, yeah, and they obviously cheap. weren't built to last and everything. So I'm like, is this the same kind of thing we're going with here, you know? But no, dude, that thing is freaking slick. 
you know i mean it's mm-hmm. got some plastic in it but it's not it sure. doesn't feel cheap you know you know and speaking of that supra like you know supra obviously that's a whole it's another episode yeah you know, to mm-hmm. talk about the supra yeah. but you know there's a lot of there's you know heritage with that and you know they've got a history and i gotta say yeah. when, when i saw the new supra i was just kind of like meh <laughs> yeah you know i was just like eh, this isn't this is nothing like the this doesn't remind me of the old one and no, it's it, just you know it's just like pillaging the name kind of yeah you know, you're right it's not it, even it, a toyota it's cool looking but like to me it looks more like a redo of like a mr2 than it does a supra yeah you know it brought it down in size yeah substantially and it's not the it's it's kind of weird it's almost like they tried to build the supra that is the legend of the supra yeah instead of the supra that was the supra because the old supra was actually kind of like a big cruiser yeah and this yeah. is a small i mean you know, how it was similar a fat is it to bottom like, girl man those supers the, yeah man frs <laughs> or whatever yeah, for them yep yeah, the old Supras, whew, those were sweet. Big, oh. Yeah, big girls. Big girls. That's right. Fat bottom girls. That's right. Yeah, but these new Supras, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're cool. But they I just good. don't think it yeah. should have the Super badge on it. You yeah, know? Right. yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's not, uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, I don't know. I guess we're having the same type of discussion that we're talking, like we are with the Corvette, you know. It's like, yeah, they changed everything about it. But I mean, the Corvette has been continuously right it's been continuous and same but but the thing is is i don't know like they i think they could have went way different with the supra because again it's a supra you know imagine imagine a skyline next year coming out and it looks like something completely different it's like no you can't do that you know it's like bmw m series they look Mm -hmm. like from the 90s all the way up to now you can see the progression all the way along and right. i understand that toyota stopped the super for quite a few years but we've seen with the challenger you know the dodge challenger still looks like mm-hmm. a dodge challenger you know and toyota's like yeah you guys love the supra well get this you're like what <laughs> i mean again scratch rad car but that's not a supra yeah yeah yep. not my supra well is this your chevrolet i don't know you know, honestly, um, yeah. again, I, I think it's a super cool car. I would not mm-hmm. turn one down. And no, I, th- I would uh, I would not. No, I would. Down. I would definitely see myself buying one one of these days. But Happily. yeah, but it's also like, does it need to have the Corvette badge on it? You know, and yes, that's that's yeah. what's hard about it, because it's like if you wanted to create a Chevrolet supercar, cool. But I own my opinion. They should have left the Corvette badge off it. Call it something else. And just so, you, so you think supercar. they should have just kind of kept making the Corvette like classic Corvette and made this something else. Like, yes, yeah. I love that's, that. That's my that's my classic. Yep. Corvette, Corvette classic. classic. There you go. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> With rear wheel drive, yeah. Because I just yeah. I, again, I love the car. It's super, it's yeah. super neat. And uh, you know, I mean, it's something that you see drive by, and you're like, oh, you know. But yeah. again, I just, I don't see the progression. I, and again, I like what uh-huh. I love what you said, Julian. That's such a good point about how they're just like, you know what, we're gonna tick some people off. We might as well just rip yeah. off this band aid and get it over just with. Jump in. So that's yeah. a good point. In. That's probably what they did. You know, sat around the boardroom. Let's do this. You know, and. 
And so good for them. But again, yeah. they again, we, we talked about this before on previous episodes. It's kind of like the Mustang Mach-E. It's like, whoa, wait, right. breaks. What did you do? Right. You know, <laughs> you're yeah, doing like this get those people names. back from marketing. Get them yeah. off the Keurig. No, yeah. no, <laughs> guys, get back over here. <laughs> We're going to sit down I... with the engineers. You're going to learn about cars today. <laughs> Sick of you people. Sit down. <laughs> like you know everything. You just got out of school. Get over here. Right. Tell you about real life. I am not as like, you know, I don't know, upset or troubled mm-hmm. by it. Like to me, it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a, the gap between a, or the difference between like a Mustang and a Mustang Mach-E. It's like, why yeah, the hell okay. is this called a Mustang Mach-E? True. Or right. why is this called a Mustang? You know, like with this, I'm like, you know, oh yeah, I mean, I can see it. It's different. Yeah, you can see yeah. it. But, you, you know, it. between, you know, looking at it between the, the, like, you know, the C7 and the C8, and I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, it is, it's pretty different. But I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm okay with it. I will tell you this, though. I'm glad it doesn't look like a hyped up version Camaro. Because that's what Chevy's been doing, man. They've been like, <sighs> yeah. got the Camaro, got the Camaro Blazer. Got the. Yeah. I even <laughs> like, I even do think that the Camaro boo. Camaro. I yeah. think the back end of this is too Camaro. You think so? Do you? It. Oh man, I really do. You know, and it, it, something too, like especially with the rear spoiler, it just has that like real chunky. Uh, True. You know, the Camaro right now just is like flat, wide, squared off in a sense, and it just reminded me of it. You know, I just I saw the back and I was like, man, they could have done a little bit. Something, something a little bit less uh, on brand with that, and mm. it could have been good. Okay, yeah, yeah I see it. Yeah, you're right. It's those tail lights, like, is what it is. What yeah, if they could exactly. have done like the like the the old like the circle. Yeah, lights like the was right? that was that like, like little the afterburners, the, the Grand Sport or whatever. Like, uh huh. Yeah, because I mean the quad roundies have been a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that would have been yeah. sweet if they would have. Yeah, sweet. if they would have gone round. That would have set it up. Yeah, you're right. It does. Yeah, the back end does look a little Camaro-esque. You yeah, know, and I, I'm pretty sure they did, like you guys said. I think they did talk about making, like, a continuation Corvette and making a different, like, basically having Corvette become a sub-brand. Mm-hmm. Where you'd have, like, a couple of models in the Corvette. Which would make sense. Effectively. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and you know, Corvette Classic and New Corvette or whatever, but... Um, you know, I, I definitely see like a budgetary problem there. Yeah. And what yeah. I was hearing them say is that when they put the two cars next to each other, one just looked really old. Yeah. Yep. You know, and I, I can see that, you know, the, the like vision of a supercar has a different type of proportions mm-hmm. uh, these days than it did in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. Like the yeah, rear, it sure. almost looks like, like, like Lambo almost like a little bit with those black, the, the whatever faux vents or whatever the hell grill stuff that's back there. And, but then the tail lights, I mean that just, yeah, it looks like Camaro. Yeah. It's just kind of like, well, what's, what's cool about the vents though, is that they're functional. You know, I mean, it's like right. they, they build everything correctly. It's not just plastic right. like, ooh, this is neat. You know, it actually has a purpose, mm-hmm. which is, again, big thumbs up. Um, I, What I will say, though, about the overall aesthetic of the outside, the front end mm-hmm. looks more like like a spider or Ferrari, you know, yeah, which is really cool. The back end, obviously, very Camaro. 
Um, but that profile is that to me is the coolest feature of the aesthetic look of the car. Like this, that mm-hmm. perfect side profile of that thing is just mm-hmm. it's really neat looking. It looks nothing like its predecessor, that's for sure. Yeah. But it the looks line great. of the rear haunches. Yeah. Yep. It's nice. Yep, it's nice. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's sure. what's funny about it because, like, you see all the pictures online, it's all at this angle, you know, and it's like, yeah, they I don't do even that, think that's the coolest look. That... It's the profile. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Profile gets it for me. One thing that I thought was kind of neat is that they made uh, right hand drive ones for the first yes. time in like 50 something years. And to me, that speaks of their interest in the global market now. Boom. You know, that's like, right. You know, Corvette was always like America supercar. Yep. And now they're like, uh, we're going to just take over. Yeah, they're just like, well, you know, (laughs) we're tired of always seeing you guys over here. Let's see if some of you guys want to buy our car over there. Right. And they did it. I wonder how well it's doing in Europe. I don't know. I mean, they're probably building. They're probably selling everything they can build. Probably. Right now. Because I think production has taken a huge hit. I actually was hoping to see one in person and... Um, I was told by all the local dealerships that basically they couldn't get them because production was hampered. Yeah. Yeah, they're they coming out quick right coming, out of the gate, but, but then obviously everything came to a screeching halt with this COVID. Exactly. Breaks on. Yep. Four, four piston Brembo breaks on. Yeah. Uh, let's see what you did there. Yeah, I think uh, right before the COVID stuff went down, you guys uh I'm trying to remember his real name here just a second. I'm, he goes by Cletus McFarland. And his real name is Garrett Mitchell. And Cletus McFarlane is this like character from 1320 video and stuff. He's like, hell yeah, brother. And uh, he's just, he's got his own YouTube channel now <laughs> and everything. You got to look it up. If, if you haven't, if, if you guys like funny stuff and love cars, go follow Cletus McFarland on YouTube. He's got a huge following. He's super funny. He knows the stuff about cars. Um, he's made a pretty significant wealth off of YouTube good for him um but yeah they do a lot of cool builds and stuff they get junk cars and build them up and make them super rad and stuff but anyways so he actually ordered uh a blue one that really slick kind of bright blue and he actually ordered one and had it delivered before everything went down and so he's done a pretty good uh couple reviews on the car um himself but you know his car is super cool though um i love that blue it looks like it's like a wet liquid still. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, either way. Yeah, his uh, he was one of the lucky ones that got it before they shut down, shut down the plants. That's for sure. So I wonder how many people because he had to put the money down up front. And I wonder yeah. how many people have still got that money down who dropped, <laughs> dropped like 70K or whatever. And like, where's my freaking car? <laughs> like, please. Yeah, that would be rough. God, you wonder what Chevy had to do. You wonder if they actually like gave him back their money or not. I don't know. That they probably always, had the option. Yeah. That always seemed like a just a really foreign thing to me, like like going in and like plopping down cash and custom ordering a you know brand yeah. new brand new vehicle. So I was just like, "What you got on the lot there?" Okay, <laughs> it doesn't have what? it doesn't have a rate. Okay, no AC. I'll take it. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Looking, got anything around the back? That's a, yeah. What you got in the back? You know, you got something you got any a little bit cheaper ones? than this. That's... <laughs> oh man. Um, I um obviously so the Corvettes always have like the Z nomenclature for different yes. things: Z six, zero one, Z fifty one. Um, 
but I was also I was also like really off put by the fact that there's a Z button in it because there's the Nissan Z. Yeah, and uh, I just felt like that was kind of like not their territory. Uh, I don't know. Like, Get are out they here. stealing it? Are they? Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know. It's just a it's a letter in the alphabet, I guess. But, sure. Um. Yeah, but. Yeah, but Chevy's had the Z for a long time though too. So yeah, you know, in yeah. in a lot of things. Plus, yeah, it goes across models and stuff. Yep, Z seventy one. Yep. Mm-hmm. What if they? What if they had like a Grand Sport, but it was Grand like Z P O R T. Grand Sport. Sport. Nah, probably wouldn't work. Nate, you should nope. be working for them. Cross that off. Cross hey, that. if any Chevy execs are listening to this and like it, um, <laughs> you can, can find me my, at Nate at TireKicker.com. Yep. <laughs> That's so is it called the Stingray? Is that right? Or are they all Stingrays? What's the story there? See, Good question. With the naming thing. I was a little confused confuses trying to read about it. The hell out of me. I th- all of Chevy's stuff confuses me. It does. I think... And I'm probably wrong. I think that there is the Stingray, which is a different model. And then there's just like the so there's like a C8 and then there's like a C8 Stingray. I think See, I thought the videos I watched, I thought they were just kind of like they were throwing the packages like the three LT. Hmm. So it's the C8, three LT. But then they were saying like Stingray and then they showed like there's a little Stingray badge on somewhere on the Corvette. So it's like, is it? Is it all of it, or? So what I'm seeing is it says it's it says it's the 2020 Chevrolet Corvette Stingray C8 Coupe, and there's three different trims: one LT, two all LT, right. and three LT. Okay, so okay. They must okay. they must all be the Stingray? Oh yeah, and then there's the. I'm just looking at a picture, and then yeah, that's definitely a Stingray there on the right above where it says Corvette. Right. The packages were kind of interesting to me too. Yeah. Um, mostly because of what, like, so I, in a sports car like this, like, I expect there to be different trim levels in the sense that, like, uh, there's the little engine, the big engine, the little brakes, the big brakes, there's the good suspension, the better suspension. And with this, like, the, all three of those packages are basically comfort and convenience packages. Right. You know, like there's the Z51 package if you want any of the, any of the stuff I'm interested in. Um, but the rest of it's like Al- Alcantara leather, mm. well, yep. suede, suede wrapped. So I'm going to retract what I, what I said earlier. It is not Uh-oh. only a Stingray with all these. So the Stingray does have those three models. There's three, okay. three uh, trims, I should say. There are six different models of the Corvette. There's the Corvette Stingray, the Corvette Grand Sport, the Corvette E-Ray, which is a hybrid electric, Corvette Z06, Corvette ZR1, and the Corvette Zora. So the Stingray has got a 6.2 liter uh, V8 16 valve, and so does the Corvette Grand Sport. Um, I don't know what they're doing different to the Grand Sport, but it's actually got about 20 more horse. And then the Corvette E-Ray is a 6.2 liter atmospheric V8 16 valve plus it's a hybrid electric as well. And that's pushing about 600 horse. And then the Z06 is actually a 5.5 liter 32 valve LT6. And that's pushing mm-hmm. 600 horse. 
And then the ZR1 is a 5.5 liter twin turbo V8. Fudge. Holy smokes. That's the LT7, 32-valve LT7. That's pushing 700 horse. And then the Corvette Zora is a 5.5-liter twin-turbo V8, dual-liberated head cam, 32-valve LT7 plus hybrid hybrid electric, and it's pushing 1,000 horse. All-wheel drive. Wow. So you can mm-hmm. get the Corvette E-Ray and the Corvette Zora in all-wheel drive. Everything else is rear-wheel drive. So that very clearly, to me, speaks of, you know, they made this model so that they could hit 60K. Yeah. And yep. they're definitely more than happy to play in, in that GTR ballpark and change. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yep. Um, I mean, what's, I guess, like the 911 Turbo was one that they benchmarked. The Audi R8 was another they benchmarked when they made this. The Ferrari 458, I think, was the yeah. one that they like dovetailed the closest with. But Yeah. Well, I'm thinking cool. that we haven't seen these no. other models yet because no probably of the COVID. Not. Yeah, it said, it said COVID-19 forced GM to put development operations yeah. on the many different vehicle pro- programs on hold. So, yeah. And that's pretty normal anyway. The sting- you know? Yeah, it is. It is. But that's why we yeah, want to see first the year, second year. I yeah. am super intrigued now to see this Zora that they're talking about. The E-Ray sounds pretty cool too, but the Zora... Dude, thousand horsepower of uh, Corvette, twin turbo, mm-hmm. hybrid, electric, thousand horse, thousand torque, all wheel drive. That thing's got a rip, man. Mm-hmm. Jeez, oh, that's crazy. That's not you gonna know, be I'm... sixty grand. <laughs> well, I was looking on no the way. on Chevy's site, and the ZR1 is like a hundred and twenty thousand yeah. or something. Like yeah, that. So yeah, like, yeah. And that's seven hundred ish horse, eight fifty torque, something like that. But that's I mean, because be, what's? Am I yeah. right, or did I? I've I've watched so many videos of this thing. The regular Stingray, this just a C eight Stingray. It's it's actually mm-hmm. walking, like the the um the Hellcats, isn't it? Or am I wrong? I could have sort. I mean, not walking it, like blowing it away. But I thought it was giving them a run for its money. And it was beating the Hellcat. I I could be huh. wrong. I thought I saw some videos, or maybe it was a driver mod too. But we'll have to do some more research. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna be up late tonight looking for that. Yeah, I could have <laughs> swore. Yeah, because that, that doesn't make a lot of sense because that's like 200 horsepower difference. Yeah. Well, but the weight's over the right wheel, you know. True. The weight's where it is. It can grip. Um, this transmission's supposed to be the the thing, you know. Yeah. Um, and what does it weigh? Right, you know, compare thirty four hundred pounds to probably the forty two, forty five. I mean, yeah, the Hellcat. You start to really be. get beefy on the Hellcat because it's so beefy. Yeah, I'm. So I'm. Many, I so wasn't wrong, stuff. dude. It walks okay. it, man. It gaps yeah. it, dude. Yeah. It's like in the quarter Light mile, is right, dude, baby. Light is right. Quarter mile. It's like it's like ten car lengths. Wow, that's insane. Again, that's just no. good. That's just good engineering for you. You know, mm-hmm. it's I not always how much about of this horse, was horsepower. Uh, driven by uh, because you know when they dropped the C8 on us, they they announced it at the same time as the C8R. Yeah, and so I'm wondering how much of their racing development program was also sort of a, a secondary driving factory. Yeah, you know the same the same way like you know if you have a factory car and you've got to take it to the track and deal with that. 
um, you can only get so far on a factory model that was designed for something else. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm wondering how much of that was driven by the desire to basically have a superior base to even mm -hmm. start from, you know? Mm -hmm. And they were successful with the, you know, C6s and 7s anyway. Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, Chevy's always, Corvettes have always been really good uh, in motorsports, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think what's what's interesting about it to me this time, it's like, for me, I saw there was a significant portion of time where the Corvette was just like, it was the old man's car, you know? Oh, yeah, it, absolutely. You go to the car show, and there's 30 of them lined up door to door, and they're all just different shades of color, but they all have the exact same interior, motors, everything's exactly the same. And more power to you. If you're one of those guys, I'm not knocking you. You know, you're, you should be proud of your car. Yeah, man. Uh, awesome. More power to yep, you. Exactly. You worked really hard for it. You got it. Cool. Mm -hmm. Be proud of that puppy. Show it off. I'm going to give you a thumbs up when I see you. Um, but then the last couple of years, what we've been seeing is we've been seeing a younger crowd buying these, you know, C6s, C7s, mm -hmm. and they're actually souping these things up and they've been doing some crazy numbers with these things 1200 horsepower you know plus you know uh and then they taking them out and illegal street racing them you know taking them out yeah. they're down to mexico and things of that nature yeah. and, and uh you know but again it was an attainable car that was already super fast and then they're throwing some more technology into it and twin turbos and whatnot and uh putting out some crazy numbers on these things and and uh I think, though, that with this, with the C8, it's kind of like Chevy being like, now, don't touch it. You know, <laughs> it's like, we know what we're doing. Just don't mm -hmm. touch yeah. it. You know, like, it's one of those things where you, do, you don't, you don't want, I mean, you probably could do some things to it, you know, but True. you just, it, it's, it doesn't feel like that tuner car. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, you totally. wouldn't, you wouldn't get, yes. uh, you wouldn't go and get a, a Vendador or something like that and just start like, oh, let's, let's rip the hood off and let's see what we can do to this puppy, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of the same same thing. You know, I'm sure there's going to be some guys who do it and more power to you. But to me, I'm just kind of like, uh, when it's like this, you just kind of leave it's it like, alone. What do you, it's like, what do you need to perfect. do to it? I mean, it's like, yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess you're talking about those younger kids that are taking, you know, those older Corvettes and you know, souping them up and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, if it can be done, people are going to, you know, people are going to find ways to do it. And people are going to have the, re some people are going to have the resources to, to go crazy. And that's, that's something that makes, you know, I, just anything like a, any thing, like a tangible thing that people, people will, will try to modify it or make it different or better. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's, yeah. that's a really interesting thing to do, but you're right. I mean, this is not like, you know, this is not a base for a tuner type of, you know, type of person, yeah. you know, like, yeah. oh, I got my, I yeah. got my new C8. So I gotta, gotta get new rims and new exhaust and yeah. get to get a new ECU in there. And, uh, you know, so you're not going to, they're not going to do that. <laughs> exactly. When I was reading through all the documentation, one thing that stuck out to me is that, um, almost everything was in metric and, um, I guess that, you know, it makes sense in a global world these days, but like, right. I've always thought of like American cars as, you know, being SAE standard measurements. And so as I'm reading through this and it's like, well, it lifts 40 millimeters. I'm like 40 millimeters. 
hold on, let me get a calculator out, figure this thing, you know? <laughs> and like fundamentally it's, it's like totally different. Like gone is building the car with the yeah. same measurement you scale to build a shelf. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's, they've, you know, they've stepped up and you're not going to walk out with the same plumbing tools and put a new spoiler on this. Like you might with a, you know, C4 or something. Yeah. I think another thing to, to that we should mention about this too, which I think is really cool. We were actually talking about this off mic a little bit um, before we started recording, but um, there is the same power plant within the, sh the Cadillac line that um, is pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm a big CTSV <laughs> fan myself, and mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. it's just something about seeing something with that much power with that kind of style it just those oh gosh man those ctsvs yeah. are just so they're so awesome i love them so much and then uh especially when they build them up you know some of these guys they just throw the right exhaust on them and stuff and they just have that lope and it's just like oh, shut up you know like to me i would rather have a ctsv over a corvette any day you know but mm -hmm. um because again i think it's kind of rare you know especially if you get the ctsv wagon with the six speed. Yes, I got my golf clubs in the back and I got some, you know, car seats and I got some groceries. And <laughs> by the way, I'm going to walk just about anything I come across, you know. Um, but they do, <clears throat> speaking of which, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but they are coming out with a basically a Corvette, uh, Cadillac Corvette, and, and they're bringing back the XLR in oh, 2021 nice so okay. it is all, all i've seen is renderings of it but it, it's yeah. basically a corvette with that, cadillac yeah. badges on it and it's and, and what's crazy about it is it looks less spaceship-ish they actually like okay. tone it down and it just looks yeah, yeah the, the xlr okay. was really like square and like yes. angular and just futuristic yeah, looking like you said spaceship yeah, word i might use is awful <laughs> that's just my own personal opinion yes i hear it's such you. a forgotten car too it you is know, like i mean when you mention it i remember it but then i yeah i always forget about it yeah. again yeah like my my uncle yeah. had told me about it one time like he's like oh those cadillac xlrs those are pretty sweet cars and i'm like i had i had to look it up and i was like oh yeah those are cool but yeah, yeah julian like you said like until jeff said that i i hadn't thought of those since i talked about them with my it, uncle yeah, it, yeah it's a corvette it's a corvette with a cadillac front end totally. and back end on it yeah um, but It'd look good with some bullhorns on the front yeah <laughs> yeah i i agree Cruising down it, the it, desert. it was they were confusing like like the 2006 through 09 or whatever they're they're kind of yeah. confusing looking um i don't personally like those but the running renderings of the 2021 i'm, I'm glad they brought it back because again i think it looks a little bit more toned down of the c8 mm -hmm. here i'm actually going to post a mm -hmm. picture for you it looks pretty cool here. I'm gonna post this in our chat. Yeah, see me. I kind of would rather have this. I kind of would rather have this than a C8. See, that looks a lot like the Audi to me. It does. It starts it looks to like an like Audi. bridge into the. And yeah. now, I mean, I've I've expanded it, you know. But my first impression. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I dig it. It's slick. It's not so aggressive. I actually yeah, kind of thought, know, like, when looking at the at the wheel, like center caps, I almost thought like uh, 
Genesis almost, you know, with those, mm, or I guess yeah. Bentley, with, like sure. with, the, with the wings sure. kind of looking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I don't know. But, but then you look at it and it's obviously the, the Cadillac. Uh, yeah. Logo. Well, Cadillac is like murdering it right now. Oh, so gosh. Yeah. But I mean, but nothing. I'm, I'm sorry though. The CTSV. Oh, shut up. Like I think, uh, Nate and I, a few years ago, we went for work. We went to Arizona, to Phoenix. And uh, do you remember we were driving to go eat for at this restaurant or whatever? It was kind mm-hmm. of a high-end restaurant. <clears throat> and we were driving by this maroon CTSV. And I was like, <laughs> at a stop in the middle of the street. It's like, oh, let me just stare at this thing for a second. Because <laughs> they are just like, they're like a supermodel. Yeah. And Arizona is a great place for yes know, cars or any kind of car. Yeah, ain't got no snow, salt. Yeah, don't gotta worry got about no nothing. rain. Got n- I mean, I know they get rain. Anybody from Arizona, listen. I know you guys get rain. That's right. I know you have your little sandstorms, monsoons, or monsoon yeah, sandstorms, or whatever. But it ain't Nebraska, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's right. Or Arkansas. So we're moving on to our like it, don't like it, love, hate section. Yes. Um, starting with what I don't like. Uh, I don't want to say hate. But you know what my son always says? Anytime, you know, my wife and I are talking and we're just kind of, ca- you know, you throw it out casually like, man, mm. I hate, I hate Tuesdays. Right. I hate Spaghetti sauce or something like that. You know? <laughs> it's my son's sauce. just, he's like, you shouldn't say hate, you know, that's right. Good we for told him. him it's not. Yeah. And that's great. You know? So we're like, you know, you're right. You're right, man. We just, I don't like, you know, this anyway. So I'm not going to say hate. Uh, what I don't like, I don't like the front end of the Corvette mm-hmm. C8. Mm-hmm. I think it just kind of, I, I don't know. It just, it looks like. It just kind of meh. It looks weird, kind of like floaty, uh, you know, at least in like the videos I've seen. Some of the pictures, you know, it doesn't look as bad, but I'm not a huge fan of the front of it, compared, especially compared to the, the previous it versions mm-hmm. of the Corvette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, something something that I noticed or that was brought to my, you know, my attention when I was watching some, some reviews of it um, was that on the passenger side. Now, granted, this isn't a big deal because if with the Corvette, you're not really like as concerned with like, how's my passenger doing over there? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's all about the driver and that's, sure. that's, but like the center stack is, and the screen is angled in such a way that the passenger gets nothing. Like yeah, they passenger can't see, is for the ride. That's it. They can't ah, see squat. Like they, yep. they can't turn on, you know, uh, they can't turn the thong song on if they wanted to. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, at the same time, what I'll turn around and say what I like about it, you know, for one, I mean, I know it's different, but I mean, it's a Corvette and, uh, but like the driver, the cockpit is just so like driver focused, mm-hmm, like the, yeah. the way that the screen is angled towards the driver. And then I just, I am in love with like that strip of all the buttons Mm, the way yeah. they put all the controls along yeah. the same, like the sill that, you know, for the passenger, it's just like this, like sill that there's like blocking their vision. But the, but the driver's got this view of all the, 
of all the buttons and i just think that's like super cool yeah yeah for the passenger it's like a wall they look over at yeah the driver they're like and- hey man <laughs> <laughs> hey right over there? oh crap you know kind of in line with what you're just saying nate the th- um the thing i thought about in the interior was like the like classic date night you know because mm-hmm. my so my father-in-law has a c4 it's a 92 c4 facelift and occasionally they'll take it and just go somewhere you know they go to lunch or whatever mm-hmm. but it's like it's a it's a in a sense a date car right you want to yeah it's a car where you're in that with your lady and you can like you can put your arm around because yeah. you can reach each other now like in the c8 there's like a it's like a you and me date you know it's like well i'm over here I hope the HVAC is to your liking. It, it, you know? It's like you yeah. need like a like a like a radio and be like, you know, how, how's it going over there? Is the ride comfortable? Should I, you know, are we I, having a good time on this date tonight? Yeah, you know, over <laughs> driver to passenger. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's like it's like they're partitioned off in like a like a spaceship or something. But you know, yeah. uh, it, it's so clearly like it for that. that. Yeah. Again, it's like it's like imagine the. The, the person who's buying this car again, it's probably some, I hate to get in the cliches and sound like a jerk or whatever, but it's probably some dude named Jim who's 60 years old and he's got his <laughs> wife, Nancy sitting next to him. She he's doesn't care. New, he's got his new she balance care on. What's, yep. She does, he's know, got his new balance on shoes gas. on. She well, doesn't actually, care what's going on. She's just playing Sudoku on her iPad and yep. just along for the ride. Just take me over mm-hmm. to Texas roadhouse, buy me a steak and a potato and let's get going. <laughs> He's looking at the latest pictures of the grandkids. That's on right. Facebook. And That's right. She's liking it. Oh, did you see what Julie posted? She's taking she's taking screenshots of the pictures on Facebook and sending those to people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, man. Uh, oh man, that's funny. So anyway, so that that was mine. Uh, okay. Who wants to go next? Well, I think I'll go ahead and go next. Sure. All right. So I'm going to start with what I dislike about the car. So what I dislike about the car is, again, and we kind of already talked about this. To me, it doesn't look like a Corvette. And I think that it shouldn't be badged as one. And again, I, I, I appreciate mm-hmm. what we were talking about earlier about that, you know, we're just going to tick people off. Let's just let's just do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we you know, rather mm-hmm. than taking 10 years to get here, let's just do it all tomorrow and, and rip off the band. like I said, and I appreciate that and I respect that decision and stuff. But again, to me, I think they killed the Corvette and they came up with something else better, which is cool. But I don't think it should have the Corvette moniker. Um, that's just me. Um, what I love about the car is I love the fact that again, it's hard to say, I'm going to say there's two things I want to specify. One, again, we already talked about one the, my favorite part is the profile. I think it's just a sexy profile. It looks really, really cool. That's the one thing about the aesthetic of the car that I love. But the one thing that I do love the most about the Corvette is that it's just proving that you don't need to drop six figures on a car to have something that's a bad mamba jamba on the road. 
you know, and something mm-hmm. that's going to turn heads, something that's going to be respectful, you know, on the drag strip, something that's going to be respectful at car shows. It hits all the buttons, checks all the boxes, and it does, and it's safe, and it's desirable, and uh, I, I love the fact that Chevy kept it under six figure because they could have done that. They could have done that, especially today, dude. These cars are coming out and they're not caring. They're not. They don't care at all. Like you can get a yeah. base model SUV, full size. You know, uh, like especially like the Cadillacs and stuff, you know, what are the, I forget what the, the models are or whatever, but those, you know, seven passenger, you know, Cadillacs or whatever, they're like starting at like 80 some thousand dollars or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And so they're just like, ah, those people got money, they'll get it. And so they could have totally done that, you know. It's like, okay, well, you know, somebody is buying a Skyline for 115,000, they're, they're gonna probably want to buy this too. And if you think about it, a lot of people think that, well, it's kind of like, uh, if it doesn't cost a lot of money, then it's not, it's not worth it, you know? Mm-hmm. And sure. And it's I think that thing. it's a status thing, you know? And I think that some of you are like, well, you know, I, I could have put any sink in my bathroom, but I put this one because it was a thousand dollars, you know? And it's like, well, well, if you could have got <laughs> that one for a hundred, well, I know <laughs> they look exactly the same, but this one's a thousand. So, you know, yeah. I think that people tend to do that. And I think that it was really smart of Chevy to be like, nah, we don't need to. We don't need to. We can just do this. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, I, mean, I love it's it. It's really amazing that you can get that performance for that yeah. price. And Jeff, I'm, I'm with you there. Like on the, I think that's a great idea, you know, to, to, to have kind of split it off, like keep the Corvette similar, you know, to how it's been and then make this one the new thing. I know Julian, you, you know, you mentioned that they kind of did that and they kind of put them side by side and they're just, and they're kind of like, you know, this, the old one looks old. And so we're just going to, we're going to tear off the mandate. We're going to roll with this. So I'm like, I could go either way. Like, I like it. I like it. I like what they did, but I also think that, you know, switching it, splitting it off would have been cool too. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I hear you. You know, but kind of going back to the price thing, though, too. I mean, it's like we're just talking about the Stingray. I mean, if they come out with those other models and stuff like sure. that, like that Corvette Zora, we have no idea how much that thing's going to cost. Yeah. That's going to be crit. That's, right. that's that'll be well, such a yeah. car. And the ZR1 on on Chevy's site yeah. is like one hundred and twenty three thousand. Yeah, so it's yeah like, exactly. So you can Easily you can get your yeah. six figure Corvette, but it's like the like what you get for that sixty k. Is That's what I'm just saying. amazing. Like, it's mm-hmm. yeah, you put that up against a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar Nissan, and it's and it's the it's Nissan like, can barely beat it. You it's know? like yeah. it's like the Kirkland option, uh, right? Like the, it's like the Kirkland Kirkland Corvette. Yeah. You know, it's like Cor- the, yeah, co- the Costco value. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Sam's Club. Sam's, Sam's Club. That's right. <laughs> just pick it up off the shelf, stick it in the cart. Got my membership. We're good to go. That's right. That's fine. That's funny. Check it out. The Kirkland Corvette. They should come out with that. That'd be funny. That's I mean, hilarious. you could probably buy a Corvette through Costco with or Sam's Ooh. with their with their auto because you can buy cars through their auto. They have you know hookups mm-hmm. with auto dealer auto dealers and yeah, that's Amazon's doing that too. Yeah, you know yeah, it's crazy. Frickin but doesn't it Bezos. just like it does if you click on like buy or like add to cart doesn't it just take you to the to the yeah it takes you to the closest website? dealership or, yeah oh, okay yeah i think it's the closest dealership yeah either way it's just insane 
like I said, like if you're seriously going to Amazon to buy a car, like you have a serious problem. Like, <laughs> like you buy way too much off of Amazon if you're going yeah. to Amazon to buy a car. But either way, I digress. But so speaking of ways to buy a car, I know this is the, and Julian, we haven't done your 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 items yet. What, what about Mike? What about me? <laughs> what all right, folks, me? that's all that we have time for. So anyway. Um, <laughs> I'll see you guys next time, <laughs> folks. That's all we got time for. No, like uh, <laughs> buying cars. That like, is have you guys ever bought anything from Car um, CarMax? Have you guys no, ever have gone to a CarMax and bought? I've been. I've always CarMax. been really intrigued by yeah. by that whole thing. Now there's this Carvana thing. Yeah, where it's mm-hmm, like yeah. they'll deliver the damn car. I mean, all of them are doing it now because of COVID. But like Carvana's sure. like. Oh yeah, they were sell your car. We'll that look like uh, gumball machines. Yes. yes, they're just full yeah. of freaking cars, and like you go up and you put in like was it I think two hundred thousand quarters or something, and a freaking car comes out. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. It's like multi level. It like yeah comes down the thing in a circle, just like the good gumball machine. Yep. You know? What do you do if it gets stuck? That they do that. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. We have a we have a, a thing here a lot a car- here in Omaha called car- the Internet. Lot. This is oh, an internet right, yeah. car lot. Yep. That's and, and basically what their model is, is it's say you want to sell your car and you can't sell it or whatever like that. You bring it over to them. They sell it for you for a commission and they put it online and everything. The The sad okay. thing is, though, every time I go by that lot, the, the same cars are sitting there, you yeah. know, and I'm like, dude, some of these cars have been there over a year and these people still yeah. own them. You know, and so yeah. they're probably still making payments and stuff and just having it sit yeah. in a parking lot. And I'm like, what are you doing? You know, so I think that's kind of a bad model. Is but that like the eBay stores? Like where it kind of is. Put it on eBay for you. And yeah, it kind of is. You, see, you know, you search used cars around, you know, in Nebraska and you, I, you know, you see the Internet car lot ones all the time. Right. So. But see, but the problem is with the Internet car lots, though, is they're charging a thousand to two thousand more for the car. And that's why yeah. they don't sell them. It's like, yeah, it'd have to be like a pretty special car in the first place. Right. You know? Because yeah. the thing is, have, yeah, yeah. well, because the thing is, it's like, so say you have this car and it's worth $20,000 and you still owe $20,000, mm-hmm. you know, and you take it to them to sell it. Well, they still want to make a profit off it. You know, they want to make commission. So you owe them money. So they're going to jump it up to $22,000 yeah. so they can make some sort of profit off of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then nobody wants to buy. Why would I go there and buy yep. something that's hasn't been gone through like a dealership and been tested and, mm-hmm. you know, cleaned up and everything. I'm just buying, you know, Jack's car, you know, for two grand more. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah, like, It doesn't make any sense. So. <laughs> so anyways, anybody that that buys from these guys, I'm sorry. They probably will not be a sponsor of Tire Kicker anytime soon. <laughs> just bashed them. But either way. But yeah, Carvana and CarMax. Yeah, CarMax is actually a cool, um, uh, cool design. Um, mm-hmm. I think what's neat is they do appraisals of cars and things of that nature. So if you want to see actually what your car is worth and everything, you can go in there and they'll give you an appraisal on your car. That's kind of cool. Um, but uh, I mean, can't you just walk in and like, I want to sell my car, and they'll be like, okay, yeah. we'll buy it from you. Yeah, yeah. And just like yeah. Boom, here's, a here's your money. Yep, yep. exactly. And then like, and um. You can like if you look on their site and you see a car that you like, you know they'll they'll either have like free delivery to the closest CarMax or like yes. a, a small fee. Yeah, yeah. like that's really around. cool. Yeah, yeah it's kind of like a franchise type, you know, car dealership. You know, it's kind of like the Walmart or something like that of, yeah, of car dealerships. Um, what I think is interesting about it is is that 
um they had a there's a video of this guy he had a thousand horsepower twin turbo supra that he brought in to see how much they uh, would value the car yeah. for the car is probably worth sixty thousand if not more and yeah. uh they did a big walk around and everything he's checking under the hood and all this other stuff and he clearly sees this thing as just a god of a car you know mm-hmm. and he prices it like 7100 bucks <laughs> what <laughs> he's like we'll give you 7100 dollars today and he's like no <laughs> Right. <laughs> he's like do you do you realize this is a thousand horsepower car right he's like i have like 25 grand into this thing alone you know just in upgrades let alone what oh, i paid for this thing and the guy's is like yeah well this is what comes up on the computer and he's like no <laughs> you're not one of those guys who thinks mods add value are you that's like <laughs> <laughs> it was funny about that is when dealerships do that. I hate that, man. You bring in a car that's modded and they're like, well, this isn't going to add any value. You know, I'm, I can't pay for this, you know, so, so, uh, you know, I'm just going to give you what's, what's standard. But then they go around and they freaking list all the mods there and, and they try to sell it for an extra five or six yeah. grand more. The jerks. Yeah. Game. I hate playing that. Playing the game. Yep. Playing the game. Wasn't there a guy who had like a, a, a some guy in Texas that had like a Veyron, a Bugatti Veyron at that, like, um, he took it to a to like a local dealership and traded it in for a Corvette just because, and just took a bath on it. But he's just, just for like, fun, I guess. Or he's because like, he has so know, much money. He's handle, like whatever. I can't handle you know the service of this thing, so I'm just going to get a Corvette or something. I don't know. Yeah, wow, I could see that. I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys know what the tire service on a Bugatti costs. Oh yeah, it's a like, lot, like, or an oil change yeah. or anything like. And, yeah, and the tires you you have to change them like every like. 100 miles or something wasn't it like it's <laughs> pretty um, ridiculous yeah i could have swore like i saw like the like the oil change was like 2500 and then like the tire service was like five grand oh jeez. i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that's what it was i think you might even be low i might i remember um, something atrocious i was like dude that's like how much a car costs <laughs> Yeah, I could see. You know, and our buddy, our buddy Randy, be like, you know what? I can do that for ninety bucks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You bring that over, so, throw yeah. that puppy on blocks. I'll show you what's up. You give me some Buffalo Trace in a weekend, and I'll get that oil change for you. That's right. I'll pull that carpet out and I'll wash that puppy down like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> so you can get an annual service, twenty grand for the Viron. Okay. Holy crap! Now new tires. Thirty to forty-two thousand oh, dollars a set. Okay, geez. you're closing in on the new price of a Corvette. That's on nuts. Replacement, just replacement. I was talking about rotating. I thought it was five grand to rotate. I got them. to. I, that might you might be right. And then I don't know if you guys know this, but I think like every third tire change, you're actually supposed to change the wheels. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Because I could that be wrong because on of the like quantity warping, of tire change, like, but like. You know, how finicky of a car is that? You know, Dude, it's just insane. To that's me. a car that you buy and you park it. Yeah. That's all it is. Or it's you're like that jewelry. The dude in Texas who buys it mm-hmm. and drives it like until it's due for maintenance and then trades <laughs> and it. And he's in. like, your problem. <laughs> I got it up mean, to 250 twice. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. So you see, that's why that's the whole thing with like. Well, this is why well, the Corvette to back. is yeah. so great because it's yeah. not wild and just totally right. out you. of touch and unattainable yes. like the Veyron. Amen, is. brother. I mean, the Veyron Amen. is like an engineering marvel, but it's like it is not a car that really anybody that's within, you know, unless you're some billionaire 
well, you yep. don't have to be a billionaire, but you know, some wealthy person yeah. can yeah. can manage. So, Julian, give us your items, yeah. man. Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of in the same theme of things, you know, the thing I like about the Corvette is that here's a car that's close enough in performance to everything else top tier out there for not much money, and you could totally daily it. Yeah. Yep. You could you could hop in that thing. It has this funky GPS system that like finds all the speed bumps that are too low and like it learns them. And as you go through and like drive this car, you could just go to the grocery store and get groceries. And it's right. not gonna cost you forty five thousand dollars in tires every year, <laughs> you know. It's really a usable supercar in a lot of yep. ways. And that's not something that I think you know, I always complain that like, oh man, they don't make any really good cheap cars. And like, this is a really good cheap car. It is. You know, yep. it's 60 grand, which is more than I can spend. You know, I'm like, I'm probably half that budget, you know, right for, now. for something, That's right. you know, Soon until, you. until I get my AARP card and, you know, and <laughs> you get a, you get a senior discount it. when you go to buy a stingray. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Well, the thing the I think I don't like about it is that, um, like you said, Jeff, it kind of breaks tradition. It kind of breaks the history a little bit. Mm. You know, the Corvette has made a couple of mid-engine cars before. The Corvair and the Fiero. Corvair, yep. Yeah, but those you know, are gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> Corvair is just nasty. I'm not, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not saying that this Corvette is in any way like mm-hmm. the a, a waypoint from that linearization, sure, you know, sure, yep. but it's not a waypoint in the linearization of Corvette either. And so, yeah. you know, like you, I just kind of want it to be like its own thing, you know, like, yeah. um, and it's also just a little too close to Camaro. Yeah. I see that. I, yeah. I, I, both in price and in like, you know, just in general, uh, as a vehicle, you know, I could see, I could see them having, you know, and they are, I guess, you know, they're, they're going to have the Zora, they're going to have these other things. And so, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a bigger picture, I guess, than what we originally started looking at, but well, cool. Right on. Well, thanks for listening everybody. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and any other social web thing that we could possibly be on. We're going to try to be on there. So make sure to check us out, like, We're not comment, on the dark web. and share. On the Not the dark web. We will not go into the dark <laughs> web. We will not go there. But, um, but again, thanks for checking us out. Please make sure to like, comment, and share. And until next time, thanks for listening. Later. Later.